You are listening to Primal Radio, the podcast dedicated to combat sports, martial arts, self-defense, and the warrior mindset. And here are your hosts from Hamilton, New Jersey, Jim McCann, and London, England, Tom McGrath. Primal Radio back for another week. We got some big news today, which we'll kind of talk about in a second. But I'm Jim McCann, and I am here with Alana and with Tom. Guys, how are we? Rapturously happy to be here. Nice. Elated. Elated. Yes. Awesome. Look, we had a real good show last week. Uh, uh, It was fun to listen to what Hawk. Hawk is full of uh, incredible stories and a very likable guy. Tons of information. His book was Fighting Words. So check it out on Kindle or, you know, you can get on Hawk's uh, website and so on and so forth. But anyway, um, Tom, we've been talking about, we've been trucking along here. We've been on the air again, my second round of primer. For how many shows have we done? 10, 12 shows? This is number 13. This is number 13. So within that 13, uh, those 13 shows we were doing uh, and talking about doing our martial art chat stuff, whatever we're talking about, whatever nonsense, whether it be boxing, MMA, or martial arts, we're actually taking hold, and it's actually moving along really pretty good. And as we sort of touched on last week, we are um, have been picked up by our iHeartRadio. And so you can hear us. Now, every week on HamiltonRadio.net, you can hear us on Spreaker, you can hear us on iHeartRadio, you can hear us on iTunes, on Sonos, YouTube, SoundCloud, and Amazon Alexa. So what do you think of that, Tom? Are you happy now? That's, that's amazing news. It's all about making things accessible. <laughs> it is. But, you know, there's, there's a criteria that you, mean you have to have so many downloads and so much, so much noise out there, so, so to speak. So if you are actually listening to it out there, not only do you listen to us, you got to like us as well because we had a, t- a ton of people listening, but no one liked us. <laughs> so I don't know what the hell that means. So you got to kind of like us too. In, in this crazy world, that matters. But anyway, so uh, we'll be on all these different venues and we'll give you more information as that kind of goes um, along. We are heard every Saturday night at 9 p.m. in the U.K. on Hamilton Radio and 9 p.m. Uh, New York time on Saturday night, so our broadcast twice that night off of Hamilton Radio. And unless you go to archives or check it out on any of those other venues that we mentioned earlier, there's also a chat room on the HamiltonRadio.net if you have any questions or anybody you want to hear. Uh, but anyway, it's going along uh, fantastic. I want to touch on a couple things real quick before we get to our guest. Our primal fight night, uh, our primal promotions in association with WBF Amateur Boxing and the NFF Promotions, uh, presents our primal fight on January 20th, and we'll have our fighter, our star, Scrappy Bunch, who is a 141-pound amateur world title holder, and he is fighting Kevin Serrano from Philadelphia. Also, Evan Holyfield, son of the world heavyweight champion Evander Holyfield, will be fighting for the 152-pound amateur world title title against Nazir Parker. I um, also want to give special thanks to uh, some of our sponsors, Hope Springs Behavioral Health and Guided Benefits to our sponsors who are sponsoring the main events of the fight. And so I want to give a shout out to them. But anyway, the doors open at 5 p.m. The fights start at 6 p.m. We also have sponsorships and whatever available for you. You can find us on PrimalGymNJ.com. But anyway, I want to get that out of the way. Here's why, because I, I, I constantly do not promote the stuff I have going on. And I've been told I need to kind of talk about it at least once in a while because there's a lot of stuff going on out there. The gym's kicking butt, a lot of new bodies, a lot of new things. New schedules working out nonstop. I can't believe that we've had actually 
this many new people sign up in the new gym during the month of December. Because this is the month, what's it, like, between Thanksgiving and New Year's, I think, like, the average American gains, I think, like, 10 to 15 pounds. Now, I don't know what the average Brit gains, but, Tom, I'm sure you're working on it. What's like Almost em- as much. Almost as much. <laughs> well, it's like embracing where you are. It's like, well, you know, I was this fat in August, but the, the end of the year's coming up. So, you know, I have a, you know, I may right. as well get as fat as I can now. We've, and we've only got on. five yeah. more months to get our beach yeah. bodies. That's back. right. That's right. I have, <laughs> so I have many to- cookies to make. Right. But anyway, so anyway, this week, uh, we uh, I'll let Tom do the honors. We have a, a yeah, I thought that you were going to make a point, though, about how yeah. usually – People don't sign up for gyms. Oh, yeah, well, that do I, I lost my yeah. They don't sign up at this month because they're it. they're fat and lazy. Um, but that does that. But, is, that, but, but uh, well, why do something okay. today that we can do tomorrow? However, however, Primal Gym, we've signed up people. <laughs> so, so uh, uh, this week's guest um, is certainly not fat and lazy. He is. Um, not. I'm, I met this guy in Belgium. Um, at Dieter Cater's gym, he was holding a seminar over there. I was really impressed. We did a lot of uh, groundwork, um, a lot of like uh, stick, stick and knife work as well. Um, uh, he trains, as I say, six, six to eight hours a day. This guy lives and breathes martial arts. He's he's not from Belgium. He's a Californian. Um, he is the founder of Carly Method. You can check him out at www.carlymethod.com. Um, and he is my main man, Jason Cruz. Welcome to the show, Jason. Hello, thank you, Jason. Welcome, welcome to Primal wow. Radio, man. I'm on here. I'm on here with the guys. You are it's amazing. The big, the big time. You have made it. Good for you, brother. Look, there was a long list of guests that we could have pick and choose from, and I'm last. And you're last. <laughs> you were the only one available today. <laughs> but like, I, I'm kidding, man. No, I've known oh, good. Jason, yeah, I've known good. Jason for a couple of years, and he's a uh, Super talented guy, and um, we're certainly glad that you, you know you found the time to, to come on, you know, and spend a, an hour or Thank so you. with us bullshitting about whatever. I'm the excited. Hell. I'm <laughs> right? No kids. Hey, real quick, how did you did you how did you ever meet Dieter when Dieter came out to tack it? Is that how you met Dieter, Casey? You know, I, I don't even remember. Yeah, but uh, but I know it makes, makes something up. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, uh, being associated with. Uh, the Wednesday night group. I was going there right. for, for a while, and uh, you you know you know Mr. Tackett. You know that you know a lot of people. You right. Know? I mean, you meet a lot of people. You do. And that's how we connected. And uh, he was interested. He's an open-minded martial artist, so no doubt he's always like to learn, just like learning from you, learning from everybody that he feels is right. Good. And uh, luckily, I was one of them. Right. No doubt. That. No doubt. No doubt. Hey, you know, we, the whole show is about martial arts and what you're doing, what you've created out there. I have been fortunate enough to be in your uh, in your gym, your dojo. Is it the same location or did you move? Yeah, no, it's the same location. But last time you came, I had I, – I, it was all concrete, which was right. awesome. But as I got older – You don't want to fall on concrete. I, I want mats now. Yeah, so, I, I'm right there with you. But as you can see here, we have mats. Well, you can't see. Uh, I don't know if I can you can see, see, but we have mats here. They're yeah, spring-loaded yeah. with uh, – with tires now, so they're judo mats now. Oh, nice, nice, nice. So, what did yeah. you, how did you, uh, you know, get started doing all this stuff? Did you do it as a little kid, little kid or martial oh, arts? My, my, yeah, yeah. I mean, I love martial arts. I, my 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 uncle, my dad, they're they're aikidoist and oh, uh, no kidding, ka, karate, karate teka. They're uh-huh. karate people. Yeah, yeah. Shonru, Shotokan, 
And that's where I got my first black belt. I started at seven years old, but nice. that was my first form, that was my first formal lesson though at seven. Before that, your my dad and has you doing other has you doing many drills without you knowing that you're training. You know that's right. how that's how it works. So the whole family sort of involved in the yeah. But there's got to be one yeah. moment like in the beginning that you know when you think of this and you think back to where everything began. There's got to be in, like a story, right? I I like to ask people about this kind of thing. Like, what's the narrative that you've created where you're just like. That and that was the moment that you knew you loved. Yeah, it exactly, ago. exactly. Is there, was there any kind of like incident, some kind of anecdote you could tell us about something that really sticks in your mind from early on? That kind of that that Just, inspired uh, you enough to live and breathe this. Well, before I lived and breathed it, I I, I was just inspired every weekend. Back in the days, yeah. you would see those karate tournaments and back then the the padding is minimal there's like pretty much no padding right? right and i would go to my with my dad when he would when he would uh when i was lucky enough for him to take me because you know they, they want to concentrate right yeah and when he would win a trophy or when he would be successful i would just he would put it on a glass table and every morning every day of my life going to school coming back home you would just see that trophy you know those old ones with the karate guy right, kicking right, like that sure. You know, and and just wow, man! I want to do that one day. I want to, I want to, I want to be uh, able to protect my family. Right. And and I wasn't, I was a lucky uh, a child. I was involved in a lot of lessons. I didn't have one day that I didn't have something. Le- I wasn't learning something. But it just happened that the martial arts was the one that I really loved. I stuck to it. My right. my training was four hours a day, even at at seven years old. So wow, that's nice. impressive. Nice. I, I can't even fathom training one hour. It's it's not even it's not in, in me. Yeah. So, <laughs> right. And my right. mom would wait there. My mom would wait there on the bench on the chair four hours. Wow. So she knows all the moves too. She knows all the moves too, probably. <laughs> I have no idea. She can probably kick some ass. <laughs> yeah. Well, um but no, I mean and then I just uh it's rewarding. It's soul fulfilling. Like right. other jobs out there, they're all great and everything, but it's not for me because yeah. Uh, you get rewarded by people emailing you, calling you with testimonials, co- uh, uh, confessions. You're like a counselor. I mean, you you, you help their lives, and that that motivates you every day. Right. So I, I'm excited to come to work. No, there's not one day I don't want to go. <laughs> How do you do? Do you feel similar? You know, do I feel like? similar? No. <laughs> it's all about the money. <laughs> I see exactly. This is the thing. Four in the morning too. So I. That's right. I, I, you know we're that's we have to, early. I don't bird. know if Jim makes a, a power nap. I have to have a power now, nap. No, I don't. I, I don't have time for well, that. It's just that you said it's the art before the business in your <laughs> yeah. in your um, description online. You said it's Did the I say art. That? No, not you, oh. Jason. Oh, yeah. You said it's the art before the business. Um, when you were talking about you know, yeah. yeah in your bio. Well, right? I mean. And no, no, no. And I understand, like, okay, the business, yes. But I, I really think that that's, that's Boom, exciting. Bang, bang. No. Uh, <laughs> I understand totally. What, what it is is, of course, I mean, when I first opened my school in two, uh, 2008, uh, from the garage, okay? Yeah. People that are in the garage, that's right. how we start. Usually right. it's, like, underground. Yeah. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're proud of it. They're like, I'm cooler, whatever. Yeah. I'm underground. And you have now I open the school. I'm on the other side of the fence. Right. People that are in the garage, like, oh, they're they, you sold it's not out. the same. You yeah. know what? Look, look at my school. It's a big garage. And it's you know what? I have garage. a regular schedule. People come in every night versus your my my old school way, once a week. Right. Maybe I train, maybe I don't, maybe I feel like it. I have a day job. Maybe you impact the lives of like three people versus three hundred. 
right? Well, well I'm you know. saying, uh, oh, I, I, I got off subject with the art before the business, but what, what, what I have a, the artist first, the business comes because you put the art first, people right. want to come, right. and it's hard to have a Kali school Real when there's tough. Taekwondo, Jiu-Jitsu, uh, Kung Fu, Karate, those are still mainstream. Kali's in all these movies, and they're still not known. So not right. the art is it's, it's what's first, and people will come. I, it's yeah. going to be a, almost our 10-year anniversary. I mean, I don't have a lot of students, like uh, hundreds of them, but we have enough, and we've been we've been surviving for 10 years, and that's uh, a long time. Uh, yeah, wait, when Sifu said, uh, Richard Bastillo, he said, if you if you survive 10 years, then you're you're pretty much solid. Because yeah, no doubt. If you're, you'll because you'll, there's yeah. people that open up right now. I, I hope they do well, but I know they they don't know the journey. It's tough. It is but really after tough. Ten years, you pretty much got everything down. Now, did you were you born and raised in Southern California? Yes. So and, and in Southern California, if you even go back further, and I'm sure it's still this way to this day. But back in the day when I started in judo, you had two schools. You had uh, a regular karate school on one side of town, and, and I happened to have a judo, and it wasn't even real schools at the YMCA. I had no choice. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. Southern California, holy shit. There is everything on the planet available within walking distance. Walking, well, no. Right. So there's a good. Yeah, right. And and there's a ton of stuff out there. A lot of choice. So there was, you know, to survive in that environment, any level. There's all different level skill sets from, you know, guys who are geniuses to people who are, I guess, not geniuses. I guess Uh, I was paying a backhand compliment to every, you know, all three of you because um, what I've noticed is that, you know, it's it's. It's true. There's there's this kind of dedication that that you see as a consistent thing in all of the guests you've had and and everybody. There's there's a drive and it's 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 beyond it's beyond like the practicalities of day to day life that everyone has to think about in order to have the luxury of 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 ideals, right? You know. But um, so that's one thing, and I just think that's that's just I think it says a lot about the people, and I think it also says a lot about what you know, what you're dedicated to right. in the martial arts. But the other point that I want to uh, to note here is that um, I think that people have this idea that, well, there's this, like, kind of myth of, like, so, like, a, a virtuoso jazz saxophonist or a pianist or somebody, like, this idea that they're geniuses, right? And they um, just, like, Mozart, four years old, writing operas. And I think that people have the same kind of, and that's a fantasy. In fact, I've spoken with a lot of people who were supposedly famous conductors or whatever and it's a fantasy not a lot like three okay it's a mm. fantasy though it's it's a myth and really the the people that are the virtuosos are in there practicing for example say you're a pianist or whatever practicing for eight hours a day right. trying to get that bridge trying to get it right and so there's the at the end of the day it looks like magic it looks seamless it looks like it just kind of came together but it's mm-hmm. it's it's a hell of no a lot one's more seen than all that. that hard work. Yeah, exactly. Hard work. And yeah, exactly. It's hard work. Exactly. So, and so, I mean, it's just I just congratulations. So when you're training, Jason. Yes. Um, yeah. I, I do, do you have a set plan when you go out? Because you're training. Uh, yeah, I train a lot of day, a lot during the day. It's hard for me on a personal level to figure out. Okay, today I'm doing this. Tomorrow I'm doing this. Often it just happens during that day, whether I'm boxing or doing weapons right. or wrestling is is that how it is with you or you have a, a schedule i mean i mean you you get when i first started you just like i have to like okay what am i going to teach now you're just so vet, veteran you just but you can do anything i don't right. even know what, I, I could do anything right. like you just show up and right. okay what do, i could do 
I can improvise, you know. Right. Now I was referring you get, to your personal training, your training. When you're doing well, oh, my, your push-ups, your sit-ups, hitting the bag or twirling the sticks, do you go to that? Do you go to your garage, your gigantic garage there, your gym, and say, hey, today I'm doing this, or do you just go there and it just happens? I just go there and it just happens. Bingo, exactly. I, I work on whatever, like, sometimes I just, to, to some people they want to understand, but once I step on the mat or once I – have this connection, right? It, it tells me what to do, and you could be there all day, all day. Yep. I can, you know, all, my students have to kick me out of this place. I mean, <laughs> Go I'm at, I'm at the peak of of uh, meaning that I'm not too young. Like I was the young guy or right. young instructor, and I'm not the old generation. I'm not the old. I'm not the young generation. I'm not the, I'm not the old generation. Mm. I'm the generation right now. I'm in the present. Right. You know those heydays when they go. I train. You don't know when the heydays are until you're old. Right. You don't know when this is the Hades right now. We're training six hours a night. Right. We look and look back on it like, wow, those were the days. But we don't look at it like that right now. Right. But yeah, I mean, to answer your question, yeah, I just improvise. I pretty much just work on what my body can do. Right. So on any particular, right? I do the same. I get there and I go, I don't know what I'm doing half the time, and it, uh, (laughs) but, but yeah, just uh, it just happens for me. And it's the same thing with teaching class. I, as we've kind of discussed, and as far as the preparation for the radio show, Tom talks about, uh, you just I just go to class. I do have notes and ideas and thoughts, and then it's very organic. It just happens in the moment. Oh, you know what? Let's do this, and then it takes on a life of its own, and and That's God, right. and God That's willing, right. it's successful. And so far, obviously, people have found that it's been successful. You, they enjoy to, to have you coming out there. I mean, I, exactly. I, I was gonna, I was going to tell you uh, back when when I work out myself. And I choose a subject, or it chooses me. Right. What we're trying to talk about here, uh, I get possessed. Yeah. I mean, I'll do one move a thousand times, and when just right there before anybody can bother me, I'm I'm in my zone. Don't bother me. I'm right. doing my thousand reps right now, and right. and people don't understand that. It's just, I if I shake somebody's hand, I know they did a thousand, ten thousand reps in something. I know if they did. Right. No, it's funny because. because- I'm done sorry, it good. you just get possessed that, that's my training i just get possessed i'll do <laughs> one thing a thousand times in one night it, it only takes an hour or two well right? you know so. what's funny is that what i was asking what i was talking about the, the the kind of like the non-organic or the thing that takes hard work i wasn't talking about the training the training just is oh. right you, that just is i was talking right. about the achievement of of growing a business dedicated to a specific to a specific martial art or martial arts in general um, it's just, it's just, it strikes. I don't. It remind me of artists, artists in New York, for well, example. We are, you know, we are artists. exactly, we are exactly. Artists. And, but and, we're, we're, and I'm bringing that back. I mean, people think of martial artists like we're just brute. No, no, uh, no, 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 no. Ah, 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 kind of yeah. people. No, no, we we are. It takes brains. Man. Yeah, it takes brain, hard work, discipline. You, you, you over. If everybody studied martial arts, at least a curriculum in school. Right. Their success in everything would be, I mean, they would be successful in most things because they overcome obstacles. Mm-hmm. obstacles. Yeah, I agree with that. Now, you when you were, okay, so, um, when, that's why I love teaching uh, the kids class. We don't even have a kids class now because my kids are growing up. I only had a kids class because kids. I had kids. Right now they're teenagers, so now we have a teen class. T- tell me, you know, when you were doing, I, obviously, your father, your uncles, and being in something, all the different possible influences. What are, who are some of the influences like obviously i heard you mention richard bastilio and i know you train with hickson and cron these guys have been an important part of your your, your study oh, and yeah. growth yeah 
Bruce Lee, you know. Oh, of course, yeah. So how long? No did cable. You, did you train with Richard a, a lot, Richard Bastilio, or what was that? Did you train with Richard Bastilio a lot? Was he a, not as much as I wanted to, you yeah. know? But uh, he was a. I, I did when I was younger. When like, you were not, younger. As soon as I got my license, yeah, I said I understand people. We live in California, man. You gotta drive. Okay, as soon as I got my license. I drove down to his school. I was like, wow, this is 70 miles away, whatever, right? I saved up $80 because I called him. Hey, what's it like over there? Da, da, da. I'm like a kid. want to go over there and train. And he would answer the phone. He would answer his own emails, all these things. I'm like, wow, this guy is actually answering his calls, and he's the original Bruce Lee student. Wow. Yeah. So I went <laughs> there. I bought these tie pads. I still have yeah. over there. So okay, $80. Yeah. And he didn't charge me for the lesson because he knew I was a huge fan. I wanted to train. I touched all those uh, uh, Bruce Lee memorabilia and right. dummies, all that place. And uh, yeah, he changed my life. I mean, and and when I opened my school, he he did the ground opening. He oh, he, uh, nice. he he announced it to the whole world that hey, this is my guy. He's gonna he's opening school in in Claremont uh, Upland area. It's like the gateway to LA, you know. So yeah, 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 yeah. I had, I was fortunate enough to train with Richard probably about a dozen times seminars here in jersey there were several people he would go out and visit one of them was a gentleman by the name of joe park who has a a school in um atlantic city so i would go down there and, and see him train always very nice very respectful guy actually there's a story about richard um we were at in 2008 jason i don't know if you went to did you go up to seattle to the bruce lee foundation thing in seattle in 2008 no, I, no I, I i wanted to though yeah so i went there and and the idea of this Bruce Lee Foundation stuff was to have all the different generations from uh, early yeah. on up to the you know modern Chinatown era and all share ideas and and do the seminars. I was fortunate enough to teach here, attack and talk there. Um, I a bunch, honor, a bunch honor. Of, well, yeah, a, bu- a bunch of people had taught there uh, at the time. And then anyway, and one and, and one of the things we we're doing some kind of sparring, and I happened to be moving around with uh, Vince Ray Monday. And I'm moving yeah, around with Vince, exactly. and we're and we're you know at a time we're trying to like finger jab at each other and do whatever. And what, whatever happened, it looked like we were getting we were serious. And just like in the movies, the crowd opened up, you know. And there's me and Vince in the middle of the crowd dancing around each other, throwing shot at each other. And Vince like mm-hmm. did a finger jab at me, and he slit the top of my eyelid. And there's blood coming nice. down my face. It was awesome. And we're moving around, swing. And we're not really trying to hurt. We're just playing a game of tag. You know, and everyone's back, and it was very entertaining. I guess for everyone, I get off and and I walk out in the hallway, and Bastilla, who Richard knew me, and looked at me, and goes, "You're fucked up." <laughs> That's what is uh-huh. that was his whole response. Oh, he's a great guy. He was a great yeah. guy. It was very. So, said, how did he's you? A, get, he's so approachable. That, right, That's why right. I like him. He's so he approachable. Was, right. How did you come up? You just because you were down there. How did you find Tim Tackett? Well, you know what. The, <laughs> I'm a, a huge Bruce Lee fan. I had zero. Right. Ki- I mean, I, I know every single movie by heart, all that, whatever. But yeah. uh, being a Jeet Kune Do fan or a fanatic right. as a kid, yeah. you research. Sure. You research like, what? Wow, who's that guy? Okay, where did he come from? What's his background? And then you then you hear the stories, and then you and then you start learning. Uh, you know, Daniel Lee, Jerry Poti. Uh, you know, you start learning all these original Bruce Lee students, and who is. Uh, you know, better at sparring, who was the most, who attended the most, who was right. good at what. And you get, you become an addict and you just want to learn the history. Like, I, I like to go backwards, you know, to, to know where, I, where I'm coming from. Right. So. Yeah, because there's a rich history you know, there. I mean, with, uh, Tim has a lot of that when you talk to these guys. I love hearing his stories and 
Bob when he was alive and yeah. who was who and who did what. It's very fascinating. I, I can't tell. I mean, that's what I'm kid. I mean, when they're teaching me now, I mean, I'm, I'm technique school and all that, whatever, yeah. technique school. But I'm like, tell me the story. Right. Right. Which I want to hear the story. I want to hear this because story. Because that's the unwritten. That's not in the documents. That's not in the, right. the movie. That's not in the books. Right. This is like with the Bob Brammer thing when he... When they were like, oh, we were practicing in the living room, and then I kicked the, we kicked the frames off the wall, and then Linda <laughs> Lee. Was, I like those things. I like those yeah. stories because yeah, that lives great. within me, and I'm, I'm. Few people know those stories, so you feel special. Right. No, absolutely. I, the first time, I, first time I was in the garage, um, I, I won't tell the whole story for, for uh, anyway. Uh, so I'm in there, and and after one, the really one of the greatest things about it is. After the work, we worked out for two hours. I, I, I got to teach. I had Bob there and Jim and Tim and a, a couple other uh, individuals, out, you know, the guys training. And then the garage door goes down. And that's sort of where the, the great stories and the, and the party begins, yeah. so to speak. And, and, and I remember sitting there going, I can't believe I'm here. You know, it was so surreal, you know. That's right. Right. That's right. We got to remember that feeling, you know. Right. It, it was really something special. I, I, I can never recreate that. That moment, it was, it was, uh, it was magical. I say, <laughs> but uh, no, it's magical. It's magical that you know people don't people. It's magical. People don't know that word, but it does exist. It and, does. Uh, well, I think I think a tender date for Tom, if I if memory serves, called him magical once. But but what I was <laughs> what I was actually going <laughs> to say is that in terms of the commonality between between um, the descriptions that you started with um, the the image of the trophy on the glass table, right? When you were growing yeah. up, and, and I mean that's like cinematic. That is like fixed in the memory. And now right. I, I mean I didn't see it, but now I do, kind right. of, you know, in my it. way. And so with with Jim, for example, I, I just have this vision. Suddenly, are we here where we're standing on one side, hopefully on the right side of mm. the uh, garage door, and it's going down, and the curtains going up on something tremendous. Right. So I just I Not just have to right. say that there's there's got to be something to it when it transcends you know, the words to actually become, become a little moment, you know? Right. So, so Tom, Jake, do you have any magical moments that you want to, that you want to share? Cause we've got some really big contenders. In a party last night, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You heard it all the way in Southern, wait a minute. You heard about a party in London, all the way in Southern California. I'm trying California. to talk about training. He's like, I'm at a party. Okay. Would <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Lee be proud of you? Would Bruce Lee be proud of you? Uh, uh, <laughs> no, but he wouldn't be as high as him either. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm, just I'm just playing with you, Tom. Uh, it's Tom. like there's just so many Christmas parties right now. I just kind of wish it was January so I could. Right. You know, so right. I, I, I was trade. invited to a on a side note. I was invited to a Christmas party um, over the weekend, and it was they sent the invitation here, and it's it's a who's who in, the, in, in this particular one. A lot of money and, and stuff, and uh, I didn't go to the party because I find that although. Uh, you know, I'm on the radio and I talk to people all day long and uh, I can talk in front of a thousand people. No problem whatsoever. But I find myself a little socially retarded when I go to a party. Like um, yeah, I, I heard that you talk about that and, and, and I feel the same. And I feel like with the artist thing, yeah, you know, we kind of isolate ourselves because I don't, I don't see the reason why I'm here. Right, right. Well, it's not intentional. No. It's organic. You know, it's just exactly. If you don't no, have think, something they that think you're stuck up, they think you're a snob. They think you're stuck yeah. up. I'm like, no, no, <laughs> I just, I don't know what I'm doing here. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Else. It doesn't matter what it is. If it's something that that you can't stop doing, you know, and, and it doesn't happen to be like speed or something, but right. it's something that you can't stop, stop doing right. and you can't not live, you know, your life without. 
and somebody doesn't know that feeling, you can't translate you can't, it for no, them. You can't, you can't it's like it. It's like jazz. If, if you don't get it, you, 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 know, you never it. will. So, Jason, before nice. opening up the school or doing the school, you, you were in the real cor- real corporate world, or did you have a real, for lack of a better word, did you have a real job, punch a clock somewhere? I had, I only had, I never had a job, really. I only had two jobs. <laughs> uh, I only had two jobs. Two uh, jobs? I was 18. Be- yeah, because I... I, I I, my brain is so fast. It's faster <laughs> than my body. I'm saying, okay, look at this. Look at this. My first job, I, I, was, I was vacuuming. And uh, I, I moved the clothing rack. I vacuumed under the clothing rack. I did not know job culture. Yeah. All I knew was excellence Fair. because of martial arts, right? Yeah. I vacuumed under the clothing rack, and the manager gave me a raise. I was only working there two <laughs> weeks. I told everybody, I told all my coworkers, man, I just vacuumed under there and they gave me a 50 cents raise. And Big they were bucks. so mad because they've been working there for four years. And they never vacuumed so my, under the coat rack. I didn't know that you have to do less. Right. So I was like, <laughs> the manager told me, you, you can't tell people that. So anyways, I quit. The, the real jobs I had, I quit after two months. I never worked for more than two months. After that, I've been self-employed since I'm 18 years old. Wow, good for and, you. Uh, and as far as college, I had two years of college when I was 18 years old. Right. Already. Wasn't, wasn't I, knew, I knew I could finish. Yeah. But why do I have to do waste my life in something I don't want to? My right. dad knew I, I mean, I, I knew I could do it if I wanted, but why am I going to waste my life proving something to people that don't, right. uh, don't even care about me? Right. So I just did what I, my dad believed in me, say, do what you want. That's great. I did uh, any ideas I had, he, he supported. I did this, I did that, I did this, I did that, I did detailing cars, I did this, I did that. And then I was successful a little bit in real estate. Mm-hmm. After the California uh, whatever crash, I was like, man, let, I told my wife, my beautiful wife, I said, hey, can I just do what I love? And she goes, let's just do what you love. And then we lived in our first school. And, you know, those are the best times of my life because nowadays people are in the room yeah. with their iPhone, iPad, everybody's separate in, the, in, in their own room. Right. When we lived in our school for the first year before we were able to have two places again. Wow. Uh, we were the closest. We talked the most. We had this small fridge. We f- we fit everything in that small fridge, ah, and we cook. Ah. We bought food fresh every day. Yeah, yeah. We didn't, we, we didn't go to we don't go to a Costco. We don't go to Walmart. We don't go to Target. I don't even use a microwave for ten years now. I mean, wow. It's it's it's, it's life. I mean, people don't know what they're missing. Got to stay away from the uh, the commercialized stores, man. Right. No, that's great. I mean, that's where a pat- right. you lived. I knew a boxer back in the day, who became a world champion. I actually used to train with him. And he uh, lived in the boxing gym in Trenton, in, in, the get- in the ghetto. He actually lived there, slept on the couch in the back room. Um, I helped him get a, a, a part-time job to, to make a little bit extra cash. But he lived it, and he became a world champion. You know, people, that's, that's passion. That's sacrifice. Um, there's a, um, do you know who uh, was it? D- David Goggins is? Mm-hmm. He was, was, he? He was, an, uh, an, was an Navy SEAL. Uh, phenomenal motivational speaker and stuff, and he talks about you know to get what you want in life. You can Google him, right? And, if, and he's got great speeches. And and he says in this life you got to suffer, you got to sacrifice to get what you want. And he goes, people don't want to hear it. that. Yeah, he's great. You'll love I, this guy. Check him out. I learned about because him. Because about suffering, and, and right. that's actually the that's actually the success right there. Like right. I learned to suffer. All right, and be okay with it. I embrace it. It's like okay. I can't wait till the suffering starts. Yeah. If it's too easy, you must be doing something wrong. <laughs> that's right. You know, no, seriously. It's true. And people, people don't want to hear that. They're like, oh, that's just crazy. It's too tough. It's whatever. 
you know, the thing. They don't. They, they, right. they just think you wake up and, and, and you're good at what you do. I mean, these guitarists, right. they, they're practicing thousands of hours for that three minutes that they perform the right. song. And you're like, wow, that's so good. I want to do that. And then you don't realize how many thousands of hours it took to get that good. Right. No, yeah. No one wants to see that time, uh, right? Going to the gym at 4 o'clock in the morning and doing whatever it is you do. I see you. I see you doing that. I like it. It motivates me too. <laughs> and then do whatever, you know, it, it should, and what you've said, you know, for my, you know, my little top so was I quit the corporate world and had nothing yeah. and no game plan and had not a mm-hmm. fucking clue how I was going to pay my next bill. Exactly. Exactly. It, and and that, it worked out. Exactly. Well, hopefully, at least as of today. <laughs> Tomorrow might be another story. But uh, as of today, no, it's working it out. I mean, you're successful. You 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 had gyms many times, and uh, and, right. and you I saw your new place is awesome. Thank I you. I want to move. I just renewed one more year, and then yeah. I'm going to move. But uh, another place. Yeah. Just staying open. People don't realize how tough it is. Right. But it is tough in the beginning. Like the first five years is tough. But uh, but anyways, yeah, it's about sacrifice. I, I mean, my wife sacrificed so much. Um, you know. Uh, yeah, but the thing is, it doesn't I mean, feel I, like I, it, I, right? I, what was that? It, it, at a certain level, though, the great thing is it doesn't really feel like it, though. It just feels like that's what you're going to do. What you need to do. Yeah. It's, it's the journey. It's the journey. Yeah. I mean, uh, she taught me a lot. She's a really healthy, uh, really health-conscious person, and uh, we we sacrificed together. I mean, there was a time period. She didn't do it with me, but um, I didn't have any shoes for one year. I didn't have – I mean, not, this is by choice, you know. I didn't have any shoes. I didn't eat one hot meal. Uh, for one year, I, I was going commando. I just left as more. <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad I wasn't I mean, wrestling with you on that I had, day. I had one pair of pants and one short and, a, and a, maybe a few, a, a bunch of T-shirts. And uh, I never wear really shoes. I did wear slippers once in a while. Yeah. Um, but I didn't eat one hot meal. Yeah. And, and now, what does that do? People are like, man, you're crazy. I was off social media for a while. Um, but... Uh, and now everything's great, right? Everything's great when because you 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 know what it's like to have nothing, right? So, so I mean, people don't want to do that. It's like, well, no, I mean, they, they don't want to. Do they want it. the Fitbit. That, that's what it takes. There's a price. Yeah, well, you know, people always say, you know, wow, you're you're in such. I actually have. I, I keep um, Jim's business cards on me. I mine are gone. I do not yeah, use sure. mine. I, I have I want a business in my wallet. I want to. Well, no, I. I I have them because so many people ask me, oh, well, what do you do? Like, what do you do? Do you work out? And I'm thinking, first of all, I don't work out. You know, I don't say that to them. But, you know, I just give them his card, especially if it's men. Um, you know, I just, yeah. I, I just say you've got to go. You've got to go here. You've got to check. I mean, yeah, I, you got to go there. I mean, yeah, exactly. And, but the thing is that they, they want, want a trailer. Yeah. They want a preview. Come yeah. on, just go there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. People want the Fitbit. They're like, Monday. you know, if I get this Pinterest thing, maybe I will have, right. you know, a flat abs, whatever. But no, no, no. It, it's yeah. It's well, the, more the, and well, less than that in a way. Yeah, Alana's got my yeah. car. She's she's you know a very attractive woman. Guys are you know, where do you work out? Hey, you know, let's go. She's been offered to go out for coffee about two hundred times a day. And how much coffee can this woman drink? <laughs> and no, I, don't, I don't drink any And coffee. I don't yeah, think they want – yeah, they don't really care about the coffee. I resist the, that. But she goes, here, go, go see yeah, this I guy. do. I do. I say – and, and if, they're, if they're assholes, I don't say – you know, I say, you know, just – When do you uh, want to spar? Yeah, if, they're, if they're nice, I say, but tell them that you're not one of the assholes, you know, because sometimes <laughs> it's genuinely like go and sometimes it's motherfucker, you know. So the, Yeah. <laughs> so you've created a, a pretty good family vibe yeah. at your school. Is that just because you're really authentic? You think Because you are. You're a very authentic person. You are who you are. And that's how that comes across exactly. to everyone. I, you I meet. am who I am before right. class, 
during class and, and after, after class, but I'm more intense during class, of course. I don't, I mean, uh, but back to the family vibe, I gotta stay on subject, right? The family no, vibe, yeah, no. because my family's <laughs> out there. I mean, I don't, I, I mean, I had to kick out a few people. Right. I mean, even child lessons because this is my house. Bingo. This is not a gym. Yeah. This is not somewhere where you can go browse around. Like, where are you going over there? What are you doing? That is my house. Don't go in that corner. You know, I mean, this is my, this is my lair. So I don't even, I don't sublet it because it's kind of like, I don't know. It's, it's just like a, it's my lair. I don't, I don't I like agree. anybody else coming in here that I don't like and that can't be around my kids and, or my students' kids. Uh, and they, they actually get, they, they, they actually will be weeded out very easily, you know? Yeah. It is really so easy I to weed that them out. family vibe in my gym. Because, uh, but but there, but we do train hard. I mean, it's not like there's two types of schools. I forgot who told me this: the daycare and then a, a, a fight club. Ooh, right? Yeah, yeah. There's this is neither. Right. This is neither. But we do get intense some nights. Not every night because you'll be injured. Right. But you can train. That's a, another common mis- misconception that the best train hard every night. No. No. Okay. But yeah. So uh, yeah. Back to the subject. Yeah, I keep the family vibe in here. No, that's yeah. good. And it's a cha- look, it's a challenge because I-, I try to create that I- in my gym. I, I like that video I saw uh, uh, the other day with the, the, the kids training uh, there. Yeah, Man. The, the, those kids, to get, they're the Nottingham Little League, they're the New Jersey State 12-year-old champs, like two years in a row, whatever their age is, 10, 11, 12. And uh, I trained one of the coaches, and, and through word of mouth, and the kids that approach, uh, the parents that approach me, I train them. Now, I don't train them in baseball. I do speed and agility. I do boxing. I do kickboxing. I do MMA. Top line yeah. stuff. Punching, kicking, jumping over yeah, things, yeah, stumbling, yeah. right? Make it a lot of fun and engaging, right? And the kids love it. And, uh, and they, train, they, they train real hard, those kids. So it's, it's, uh, I mean, it's quite a reward. What's that? No, I'm just saying I, I, like, I like you doing that. Oh, because the, it's sharp. It makes them sharper. Like the reaction oh, goes boom, 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 boom. But, I mean, everything right. is, a, is a, their body is the instrument, you know? Right. But one of the challenges that I have, you may not, because you're a little more special than than mine, is that um, you're. I am a business, and at the end of the day, people who I might have kicked out in the past, like have to kind of go. Well, maybe I gotta give them a try. And subsequently, they've been said they turned out to be good. Other people, you have to let. Well, no, go. Yeah, yeah, I mean, th- there are times when I had to do that rule. Uh, there are no bad students, only bad teachers kind of thing. That's bullshit. But, <laughs> but There's I, a lot of bad students. But, there, but you know what? There are exceptions. Yeah, yeah, I learned. Yeah. Because, because what happens, I mean, you are right, too. I, I really like that. And I, and I take that route many times. But there are exceptions because it, one, that one bad fruit ruins it for all the good fruit sometimes. It's you know? a cancer in so, your gym. Yeah, so I have to get rid of that. And then the, the sad thing about this is that one person that you tried to help. Right. Thinks it was you. No doubt. <laughs> Amen. They brother. think that you were the bad guy, but no, I was the one trying to help you stay here. Right. But no, it's the the power of the the, the group. You know, you you know you don't fit in, and it's like uh, you're spoiling the whole crop here. But yeah, but they think it's you, and that's 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 what you got to take as a, as a teacher, as a martial artist, that pain, and that's another scar, but that makes you stronger. That's it. Right. No, it absolutely does. It's a tough. It's you know, it's a quite a challenge. Now yeah. you. What's that, Tom? Did you say something? No, I didn't. No. Oh, no, no. no why would you? Why <laughs> would you? Have why, you been dating anybody no, lately? Why would Tinder? you? Why would you want to talk on a radio chat show, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are doing a great job. Well, you, you look, you know, because you, know, you, know, you have fun, been, fun. you know, quiet you in the last couple of episodes. So, 
Are you hungover? Yeah. Are, are, yeah. are you under contract negotiations with, the, with Gene? <laughs> is there something I need to be aware of? Are you going to be leaving to start your own? Is there someone own? else? Is there, is there another DJ you're seeing? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll do a little. I'll do a little monologue then. Then, so, oh, so please. Just when when I met. So I always find inspi- inspiring when I meet people who are kind of more dedicated than I am. I think I'm reasonably dedicated. So so you know, meeting someone like Dieter, meeting someone like Jason. Um, you know, you want to be around people like that. Um, and I think uh, Alana was saying about sort of magical moments. And I, um, I, I've had the pleasure of hanging out with Jason and his family and, and, and they really do treat you like part of the family. Um, his wife's like an 11 out of 10 stunner and the kids are just fantastic, you know, like loads of energy, very, very bright. Um, they homeschool them. Um, they're always eating healthily. Everything's like avocados and you know, all that kind of thing. Um, but I guess, yeah, and, and then he's got a real close group of students. You know, I've hung out with them, had a, had a barbecue with them. Yeah. Uh, Dieter's godfather to his uh, son and stuff like that. So um, I guess, you know, the, the reason why I bonded with Jason, I wanted to have him on the show is just because, you know, he is, he, is, he, he is living a martial arts lifestyle. It's, no not, it's not just he is someone who goes and does martial arts and then he, you know, he goes home at the end of the day and he goes back to being... Um, you know, a, a family man and a, this, that, and the other. It's it's all all day, every day. He is a martial arts man. Um, Thank you. Yeah, that's, <laughs> question. that's that's oh, just a, a big statement. No, that, that, no, that, uh, Thank you. That's... So uh, yeah, I mean, I read this uh, by autobi- autobiography. No, it's biography of Daniel Santo. I remember about this book, and it's a rare one. It's a white one. The man, the man, the myth the legend i think something like that but i have it and uh it talks about the relationship with his daughter diana lee and and it talks about how he would just keep training and she she was just always missing him you know and kind of so i I, i'm trying to balance that too because i come home late and they wait up for me till midnight one in the morning yeah you know and uh you know i start at six sometimes and then go till midnight uh but uh they're waiting for me that's why we like the homeschooling because it fits our lifestyle, and they they will learn more. They will learn more through us because they're actually doing stuff. Does it, not is, is homeschooling challenging? Is your wife your wife had it's you're in a up? trapped room? And they're great kids. That they're very you know having met them, they're just they're wonderful kids. Really, I mean they're, they're sort of like they're, they're they are very well rounded, um, very polite, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Now I, I I probably have a slightly negative opinion sometimes of like you know the hollywood californian i'm also from southern california so you better watch out here Tom. <laughs> we're gonna band against you <laughs> well i i think i think there's i think there's sadly some truth in it and a, a friend of um a friend of mine's mar- married a girl who was raised in london because her parents who were um kind of hollywood film producers that they just felt they didn't want their kid to grow up like some of the other kind of hollywood brat kids that that they that they met and um she's a lovely girl very well rounded as well but um to tell us a bit about the you know the process of why you homeschool them and um uh how how that works for you because it's, it's a big commitment it, it's mostly my, my my wife is is a magical person she's a beautiful inside and outside of course 11 out of 10 but uh 
the homeschooling, it just fits our lifestyle. Just think of it this way. Okay. Where do you want to go today? I want to go to the beach. Okay, let's go. Okay, how many miles does it take to the beach? Okay, how many gallons do we need in our gas tank to get to the beach? Okay, that's your math, right? Yeah. That's your math, right? Okay, we get to the beach. Oh, what is that creature? I don't know. Let's look, let's describe it on Google. Let's look it up. Okay. Oh, this okay, then. Oh, that's the name of it. Uh blah blah blah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> how does it mate? Okay, boom. It creates. So that's the that's another subject, right? The science. So mm. It's interest-led. Like if I did martial, if there was a subject in school, martial arts, oh man, I'm gonna be there all day. Right. Why is it I have to go to school and then finally when I reach a so ma- a many uh, amount of credits, now I get to choose Spanish. Right. Now yeah. I get to choose French. Why couldn't I choose Spanish in the first place? Why can't I choose French in the first place? Then I would be a master at what I do by the age of 18. Instead, you got to do all this and then do what you want after. Why do you think there's so many adults in our school? Because they wanted to do martial arts as a kid, but they couldn't. Serious question yeah. here. Sorry, yeah. this doesn't follow, but how's the air? I'm, I'm, I'm from what? Long Beach. How's um, the air? I said, how's the air? No, oh how's the air? No, no, I was talking I'm, to my I'm, mother about this yesterday. It's, so it's, it's sunny outside right now. I'm just in a jacket because it's colder in the no, warehouse. No, no, I mean, no, no. I mean, because of the fires. I'm, I'm, the I'm, fires. From, I'm, from, I'm from like Long Beach, you know, South Bay. Oh, so, the yeah, fires. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm thinking, I'm looking at my beloved Mount Baldy. Yeah, I know. So so I'm asking how the air is, especially in the inland kind of area. Yeah, you see like ashes. Yeah. But it's gone. It's it's clear now. But from what I heard last week, there were still fires in Ojai. Wow. Yeah, no. I mean, that air gets thick. Okay. I just just needed to know. That's all. So, Jace, with the the Kali method, right? When you develop, this is just your blend of... Everything, I mean, oh my gosh. I mean, done, even right? the name. Ah, there you go. That name. Ah, <laughs> I just, I just keep it because it looked good. Because it just stuck with me. But the right. name doesn't even describe it. So I kind of like yeah. when Brucey wrote Jikundo. It's a name. Don't fuss over it. Right? right. It's the same thing. But I didn't realize at the time. I was like, okay, Kali method. Because why? I'm Filipino. Okay, so basically, because I'm, I'm a Filipino and I'm doing martial arts. So is that why it's called Filipino martial arts? I don't have no idea. What if I taught, a, what if I taught a, 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 an Antarctican or an Eskimo and then 100 years later, he doesn't call it Filipino martial arts because he's not Filipino. I, I don't. So I just stuck with the name, but it should be no name. I mean, it doesn't even define me anymore. It's just we just stuck with it because that's our website. Right. All right. No, 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 you know what I mean? That's I why I like your gym because it's like I like what he did because it's like uh, primal and they can do primal. everything. I can but do anything you want. Charlie right. has, has that connotation of being Filipino. Right, which is awesome, you know. It has a great. Uh, it's 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 one of the best in the in the weaponry and the in the concepts. Um, no doubt. But I just feel like it doesn't define me anymore. It not doesn't. Right. It, it's, it doesn't describe what I do. It's not. It's right. like how that's their Jeet Kune Do, and that's why I don't even do the Jeet Kune Do thing. Like, claim it or or put it out there all the right. time. I mean, I mean, because it's sad. It's like. You re- when I was a kid, I was like, okay, I'm going to get certified by every single Brucey student that's alive, right? Mm-hmm. As a kid. And then you go there like, okay, they don't like each other. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then Politics. I go there and they go, oh, no, this guy, he doesn't really know the real Jikundo. I know the real Jikundo. I know the real Jikundo. Yeah, Bruce taught it this way. He didn't teach it that way. They're not doing That's not real. Okay, so what's real? Yeah. I mean, there's so many stories I hear. And then even Bruce. I hear uh, Brucey didn't finish his training uh, with 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 it man or whatever or yeah. whatever but the thing is who cares that's right. it's what you do on your own right it's Bingo. what you do on your own right 
you it's like you master it yourself. Even Musashi is like, it comes from within. It comes from within. Right. So I don't even know that many moves anymore. I'm not even. I mean, people get excited. Like, okay, um, Jay's gonna teach tonight, and then like, oh man, he did the basics. You know, I mean, come on. That, that's what I want to do, and that's what how you get good. That's mm-hmm. how you improvise. All these fancy moves that we do sometimes are pulled out of the pocket from being in the moment, not because you rehearsed that fancy move. Right. That's how. Anyways, it works. I don't know how we got to that, but uh, no, I don't but know. that's what exactly how it works. I think. Uh, that's a, a long journey for some people. Some people will never make it in their martial arts journey to that philosophy. Oh, some people didn't that. know there was a journey. Some, right. They didn't even know. They jumped. What? Like, I love the question. the name Kali Method. Yeah. No, no, uh, I did. No, no. But people people ask, and they'll, for example, whatever I'm doing, and they go, well, if a guy did this, what would be your go-to move? And I'd you know. Or go-to style. What style would you style, use? Yeah, like, yeah, come on. Yeah. I don't know. I just fucking punk you in the eye or punch you in the throat. Yeah. I don't, what do you, I mean, what do you call it? You know, it's not that complicated once you kind of been through there. Now, in 2018, do you have any seminars? You're going to, or traveling to a couple different places? I, took, I, think, I, took the, I, I stopped doing that for a while because, first of all, my, my son was born and right. it's been, he's four years old now. Now I'm, I'm okay to do it because I wanted to help my wife uh, sure. raise him. And everything. So I, I'm going to be back on it. I was on it for a while and, and right. it felt great. Yep. Um, you know, I mean, y'all. Obviously, when you travel too, you you, you uh, get to spread the art and uh, right the love. Yeah, people don't know how how significant it is in history, but until later. But you are planting seeds, you know. So yeah, no, I, no. I want to do that again. I, I I plan to do that this 2018. Right. Um, and not that I need my wife won't let me, but I don't even need to ask her. She'll just say, "Go ahead, go ahead." But right. I just always ask her, you know, because I want to be. You know, a good husband. So. Sure, sure. No, I I understand. Yeah. I have so people. I mean, wanna, if people want to, let me do whatever. But right. uh, you know, I just want to ask her all the time. They so. want to get a hold of you. They just find you on KaliMethod.com. Is there another way to find you on Facebook and? Uh yeah, KaliMethod.com, Facebook. I'm not. I actually canceled the Facebook for a while, but I'm back on it right now. I'm a, I'm a contradiction, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, these spur of the moment <laughs> thoughts. Like when you get when you cut off of Facebook. So what, walk me through that moment. You go, fuck Facebook. I'm signing out. I don't want to deal with it. Is there something that gets you annoyed on Facebook that you're checking out? Is it a personal thing? Is it something someone said? They just... Waste of time sometimes. Like, oh, for no example, doubt. you're like, oh, I got to be more on it to, to tell people what I'm doing. I know. I got to do that too. And I'm, I'm, I'm getting better at that. And I'm, I'm always in a constant battle of should I, should I publicize more or should I just stick to myself? For example, like the other week, I, I was thinking in my mind, I should just take down my website. I don't want, I don't want, I don't want to, I'm, I'm, re- I'm already happy. I don't want to, I don't want to uh, invite anybody new right now. Yeah. I just want to cancel my website. I already have, I just take off the site off my school, but we'll still be having the schedule. Yeah. And then, and then everybody's going to chatter. Oh, what happened to that school? Oh, they went away. So what? I don't care what they think. Yeah. I'm still here training, but you get it? I mean, I'm in a constant battle like that, but. I'm not. I, I'm on it right now. You know, you ever hear uh, the term? And I've I've used it. Was right. You know, when you're when you're in your when you're in your own head, you're behind enemy lines. <laughs> so, so you're having this conversation right in your head, going, "I should do this. I shouldn't do. That. I do the same thing." And how do we react and respond to yeah, that? Facebook, business, you know, Snapchat, yeah. all that stuff. You know, it doesn't corrupt an ideal. It's just, it's just, it's not like it. It makes something less pure or. Or I mean, it's great. You know, no, no, it's, it's just great... it just is. It's just an inevitable necessity. It's just there, um, and that doesn't jeopardize or cheapen anything. Not you got to keep the website up. 
because well, you don't, no, I know. I, I, you, I, I, you talk I, about I, I being do a like teacher, right? I I have I know, on Facebook. I, I can t- contact people and stuff like that. No, I know you're not uh, going off. Just, I'm just know. saying though, like those fits of madness. I understand, you know, that like ah, oh, screw this. I'm just gonna uh, just retreat there. entirely, you know. Jason, the but pa- you know, sorry, sorry no. The Panama Clothing Company. This is that, clearly is, is very, is very that your company? Non-sexual. Yeah, yeah, pa- ah. Pama- it's, it's Pama, it's Pamane. Basically, oh, Pama- it's a- I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, okay. That's okay. It's, it, it, when you look at it, it looks like I, that. I, I gl- but right. it basically translates to legacy. That was my the first name of my school, legacy martial arts. Yeah. But then I found out like other people have legacy martial arts at their school name, hey. so I was like, ah. And then we changed to Kalimethid. So it's a homage to our our first name, Pamana hmm. Legacy. So for example, your kids, your grandkids, they'll say, man, my I'm related to. I have the McCann blood in me. I, I, no, no I'm saying a, that. I, I have great <laughs> blood in my veins. Uh, I should be able to become great. So you're leaving a legacy, like a, the key to mortality, leaving a life worth remembering. Right. Bruce Lee, right? right? So that's what we're doing right now. You know, I see you have Kari uh, from Belgium as one of your models. You know, that is so that is so him. I see him like. Hang on, did you get my good size? Should I try this? How about I? How about I look? How about I ponder the thought? Look at that! Look at biceps. Oh, he's looking good over on that website. He does. Huh? He is. <laughs> so people can order this off your website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta send you some stuff so you can uh, put some stuff on too. You That'd know, when awesome. I go to, and I, I, I was actually having this conversation the other day. I'm look, 225 pounds. I go to Europe. I go to nice. Belgium or whatever country, right? <clears throat> and then they'll go, uh, you know, Jim. Oh, I got you. A, I got you a shirt from our from our school and it says whatever johnny's taekwondo school you're a large right and i go yeah yeah a large is a fucking belly shirt on me but <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. but i just i gracefully go, oh thank you yes i i am a large i'm a big ugly american i'm huge so uh <laughs> those size don't matter. You the flex, so it's all, i have that size the, yeah that's yeah look that's that's just happened where i find there's actually a funny video i don't um, I forget who they, I think Mike Blesch and Steve Rizell when I was out there a couple of years ago and we were training, um, good Lord, I guess is at the old Primal Academy out there and they shot a bunch of clips. We were doing a bunch of seminars. I was, yes. work, I was working with Jason and we were doing a move and Jason was, you know, whatever, threw me to his side. I'm, I'm, you know, like 100 pounds bigger. <laughs> but you were able to throw me, so that was good. What's that, Jason? Oh, I, I, I interrupted you, but no, I was saying, yeah, I'm 117 pounds. That's what I walk around at. Wow, not me. My right leg walks around at 117 pounds. <laughs> um, but you just but said, what's my no, secret? I, that was the memorable <laughs> moment when you were teaching. I really liked all those moves you were showing. Thank you. Like, no, like, it's nothing you probably Damn. haven't seen, but sometimes you but see something is, new. You know. People don't have to rep it. Like, people go to these seminars, you have to take that move and then repeat it. They don't right. do it. No, never. In fact, Tackett talks about he had a conversation with Hawk, Hawkheim, in regards to, uh, you know, when you give a teaching something, he goes, ah, no one will do it. No one will remember it. They'll buy the book. They'll, they'll buy the show DVD whatever. Practice. I'll show whatever. Show because, whatever. Because you know, I know you're repeat it. There's only that one person. Right. 1% that's going to do it. Right. Hey, Jason, thank you so much, buddy, uh, for taking the time to be on uh, Promo oh. Radio this this week. Um, you can get a hold of Jason Cruz at KaliMethod.com. Once in a while, he'll we'll be on Facebook. <laughs> you know, if he's if he's not this guy, he's a fantastic martial artist, super talented guy, full of energy, guy that is right up there with me as far as energy. I might not be able to even keep up with him, but uh, I'll do my best. Uh, and uh, J- Jason, thank you so much. Um, I, I do appreciate it. Tom, do you want to promote anything in the UK before we say goodbye this week? 
No, no, nothing. I, I was going to say Jason does amazing um, Bruce Lee impressions. So I was thinking maybe oh. we could sign out with uh, a Bruce Lee quote or something uh, like that. I'll put you on the spot there. Why doesn't Why doesn't someone pull a forty-five and bang set with? <laughs> no, no guns. Hunt's afraid of guns. Okay. Uh, kick me. Kick me. What was that? An exhibition? We need emotional content. Now try, now try again. I said emotional content, not anger. With me. Right? And then it's like, it is like a finger pointing away to the moon. Hey! Don't concentrate on that finger or you will miss all that's heavenly glory. Awesome. <laughs> Jason Cruz, ladies and gentlemen, from Cali Method. Take your eyes off your opponent, <laughs> even when you bow. That's it. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, how can you be a Jeet Kune Do practitioner? You never even, I've seen Jeet Kune Do people, they don't even, they don't have even watched one Bruce Lee movie. Not one. How can they be, how is that possible? I know, there's a lot of <laughs> Sifus out there I read on Facebook, more than I can count on one hand. All right, gentlemen. Hey, right. this was a great uh, show this week. Jason Cruz, CollieMethod.com. Uh, everyone who uh, have a Merry Christmas. And we will be back uh, next week on Primal Radio. You can find us as well on iHeartRadio, Spreaker Radio, uh, and a whole bunch of other venues. Uh, HamiltonRadio.net, Saturday nights, 9 p.m. UK, 9 p.m. New York time. Everybody, peace out. You have been listening to Primal Radio in association with Primal Gym and Primal Promotions. Primal Radio is available on all good podcast venues. To help us grow, please subscribe, like it, share it, and leave us a great review.